0: Welcome, everyone, to episode five of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and this is my co-host, Dylan, from Galecki hey Battleground. What's up? Shout out to our sponsors, Can Arcade, everything arcade, music, and cannabis. This week, we have the pleasure of speaking with Anthony and Steven, uh, also known as Night Rider. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah,
1: thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, totally, thank you so totally. much. Um, so you should just tell us a little bit about it yourselves, name what you do, where we can find you. Yep. So we're Night Rider eighty seven.
3: Uh, I'd say we started this project last year. Uh, it's gone through some revisions already, but um, we're right now. We have we're streaming everywhere: Apple Music, Spotify. That's our favorite place if you can listen to us in one specific place, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Amazon, Google Music. I mean, YouTube everywhere. So we're a little bit everywhere. Night Rider eighty seven. All the major com.
1: streams. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. So check us out. I Appreciate you guys having us again.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Totally. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys do outside of music besides, you know, being in the synth wave scene and just give us a little tidbits about that.
1: Um, me personally, I'm kind of, uh, all over the place. (laughs) I'm into (laughs) cars and, you know, I, I own my own business own my own auto detailing business. So that's kind of like the main focus for me. Okay, cool.
2: Awesome.
3: And Anthony and I actually met many, many years ago. I mean, it's gotta be 10 plus years ago through the, through the car scene. We're both into, into cars. We've been out to the track together many times, racing and and drifting. Our drifting is our kind of our thing. And, uh, you know, we both have had different bands and stuff, and never really combined this. And you know, we're both always talked about, oh, we have these cool projects, we should do something together. And uh, this kind of came into fruition. You know, we're both literally for years. With... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for many years we had been talking about this, and it's funny that it it finally came out like this. No, but it it it's, it's been so much fun. You know, Anthony has a lot of experience, he's played in a lot of, you know, his background is kind of, you know, metal, and he's an excellent guitar player, and he just has such a good stage presence, and him and I up on stage have just a great dynamic, and it's a ton of fun, you know, I mean, we're up there, and we're, we're just having fun together, I mean, it's just our, our natural abilities and, and talents come out, and uh, it's been a blast, so it's been cool for, you know, us to have be, have been friends for so long, from, from a way different background, and then into fruition in this, so... I'm excited to see, you know, the future and what we've done so far. And,
1: it's yeah. by far, by far the most, uh, let's say uh, carefree and uh, le- least amount of stress out of all the projects I've been. in. I'll just say that. <laughs> right. I mean, a lot more, a lot more is so easy. Yeah.
3: Yep. Exactly. No, it's always hard, you know, and you always have different personalities and you're like, Oh, I have this vision, this vision. And this is just kind of like, oh, we're, we're, we're doing it to have fun. I mean, we, we'd love to make a million dollars and get a giant record label. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, it's not necessarily about that right now. It's just about having fun going out there making some music and playing some shows.
1: But I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> yeah, <maybe> for, <laughs> me too. Nobody would be <laughs> mad at that. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so you guys
0: are talking about kind of like um, what you do outside of music. Uh, we have a lot of listeners that more are focused on the video game side, but we brought you guys in because you were working with Galactic Battleground, which, I mean, that's us. So yeah, uh, But what is synthwave music? Like A lot of people talk about it, and I feel like it's kind of making a resurgence right now. That's what would you kind of, describe synthwave music as?
1: I would say it's a, kind of a rehash of a lot of music that made the 80s culture, but more with a modern twist on it.
3: Very much so. No, I think that nails it. And it encompasses that whole... I mean, what, what was the 80s, you know, going to dance parties? I mean, look at all the amazing video games. I mean, that the 80s was really established in club culture and arcade, you know, what it is today. And so to have that nostalgic feeling of going back to there and, and not that I, I grew up. I mean, I was born in the 80s, but I didn't necessarily grow up and going out to arcades and clubs then. But it's it still for me, like I was playing Super Nintendo and stuff and, and just hearing that the music on those games, and then hearing it today, it is like a modern version of that stuff that's more more alive. I mean it, it, it's to me it's it's about the nostalgia and video games and stuff. And it, it's a it's a ton of fun just to make it and to be part yeah, of this. Definitely. It's yeah, an awesome like culture.
2: The evolution of it at itself is like it goes from like chiptunes to, you know, Kavinsky mm-hmm. and then just like all of a sudden this like huge resurgence And then Stranger Things comes out and everyone's like, oh, fuck, yeah, Vaporwave. Fuck, (laughs) yeah, it's the tits.
3: (laughs) Right, right.
2: So, like, what is the community? I mean, like, I know it screams video games and that's why, like, I wanted this to be a part of it. So we kind of just want to, like, figure out what what is it like to be in the synthwave scene?
1: Everyone's pretty um, open and, you know, welcoming. There's not, I've noticed, so I'm, like like Steven said earlier I was uh I've been playing metal for a long time so I've been a lot of you know metal bands and been been in that scene for since I was like 14 now I'm I'm 31 now so but um the, it's the differentiation is probably a lot less egos and more open mindedness and people are just a lot seem to be a lot more friendlier from my experience so
3: very How much so you? and even yeah, and even to to add on to that, I, I will say, you know, the the simply culture and, and community is definitely very very bound. Everybody's supporting each other. It's it's not like, oh, better than you. I can't help promote your stuff. I mean, everybody's promoting everybody else, and it, it is it feels like a one big whole family. But even even more so on that, you know, we're we're from the Portland, Oregon area you know, on the West Coast, and the scene out here is is just amazing. You know, we have a it, it's big, and there's a ton of amazing artists, and nobody's out to like. It's not like, oh, who's better than who or who's got the bigger dick or, or whatever. It's all about like, you know, how can we all grow this together as a community? You know, exactly. like it, it's, a, it's been an amazing experience to be part of this stuff there. And I got to give a shout out, you know, to Sin City PDX. They've done such a great job for us just helping us promote and grow while growing their own stuff and other artists. You know, they're bringing in a ton of big artists. You know, we did they had the, the Neon Rose Fest for the first year last year and, and had a bunch of really cool artists, Betamax and a bunch of other System 96. And they did a great job. And, you know, we were just starting out at that point with this and they, they completely included us. Like we were one of the big guys, you know, it it was, it's such an awesome community. And even just the fans are so supportive. I mean, once they latch, latch onto you and they've seen you at a show or two, they're like diehard fans. They'll go to bat for you. I mean, it's, it is a totally different experience that I've had it because I come from DJ stuff and I used to DJ trance and clubs and stuff back in the day. And, I mean everybody it's honestly everybody's over like oh how do I get better than this guy and how do I play with big names or how do I open up and be the headliner it, exactly it's everyone 100, stroke 180 degrees from out. that yeah. <laughs> yeah and 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 everybody's like you know how do, how can we help support you like even even producers like bouncing ideas back and forth even if they're not collabing or anything it's like oh hey check out my song it's a work in progress you know give me some feedback on it it's like oh drums can do this or whatever you know we're throwing ideas off each other like oh i found this awesome vst or this awesome new hardware i mean it it is a totally different community and i feel like it kind of goes back in the video game community where it's like you know, if there's a deal on a video game, or it's like you want your friends to play, you like you're including everybody. It's not like you're just keeping it for yourself. And it's very much—I never, much, I feel I like never it's
1: thought about way. that. It, it does feel a lot like the whole video game community too.
3: <laughs> right. I mean, because it—it, it, I mean, I feel like that's a crossover. Like it's the same people, yeah. the same people you're playing video games with that you're out at the shows with. I mean, we have a couple fans out here, and um, we've been talking about Black Galactic Battleground, you know, because we have the song coming out. We, you guys, have some new stuff coming out, and. We, You know, this whole COVID thing kind of screwed everything up. But um, we're like, yeah. oh, once everything goes back open up, we all want to get to a group together of just fans and some artists and go down there and play, you know, at Quarter World uh, here in Portland. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, is, it is really cool. You know, we can all get together and enjoy the same thing. And uh, it, it's, like I said, the community out here is amazing. And it seems to be a, the whole way with that across the world. I mean, there's, there's people, you know, on the other side of the world from us. And they're all, it is just one giant community. And I, I absolutely love it. We're, we're glad to be that's, part of it that's Agreed.
0: awesome man that actually leads perfectly into what i wanted to ask you next i wanted to ask you about this song galactic realms so i know that we reached out to you guys um, looking for some music for our new promotion video and we kind of just blindsided you and we're like can you make us a song i want to know what that process was like from you deciding you were going to make the song to what you got us the first draft in like 24
3: hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we were, we were super excited, you know, any, I feel like we, we like to jump at any opportunity and not everything works out or like has the right fit for us, but, you guys being an arcade game that we've actually been to and played i mean that was such a cool thing we're like oh crap like our first uh, album release party was actually at quarter world you know so to have a video game there and, and you guys come by protesting and you're like oh we want you to do a video game or a song for the video game we have there i'm like what the heck like that's amazing what an awesome opportunity yeah
1: i love Quarterworld, um, world so it's like a, a chance to put our little tiny sliver of uh stamp on a piece of that yep. it's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah you know and
3: it, and it and they have it it's cool because outside of Court world they have the giant billboard you know that you can see from uh, hawthorne i don't remember the streets on yeah
1: but like hawthorne,
3: yeah yep and and you know when we did our album release party you know they put our name up on the marquee and stuff and so we have pictures of that and but just to like to go from that which we had no connection with you guys at that point to like oh not only did we have our first album release party there but now we're doing a song for a video game that's in there that we actually all enjoy and it's a blast playing um that was such a cool cool experience and um it, you know as soon as that happened anthony and i got together and we we're just like we just cranked out track after track was we like i know it's not polished or anything but like let's just get them ideas <laughs> and we were just going yeah, We, 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 hey, we I And mean... started
1: throwing ideas like all everything that we had in there and just see what happens so all right. Yeah, I, mean, I remember the discussion at one point. Where we're like, "All right, let's give them options now." It's like, yep. you make this song a certain style, and make this song a certain style." So,
2: I mean, I tried to give you guys as much like what I wanted, at least, especially, but you guys yep. fucking killed it, yo. Yeah, like, knocked honestly. it out. It. But yeah. I really appreciate that. Especially it was a fun with, like, seven oh, fucking you. options.
3: <laughs> 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 no, yeah. and that, and I think that's one thing that, that worked well with Anthony and I is like we can. So we, honor, we put I, our
1: heads together. The 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 ideas just kind of naturally come out. It's, it's really weird because I, I don't normally have that ability, especially with a lot of bands I've been in. I'm like, hey, let's do this, th- you know, this way. And then they always disagree. So it's nice to just, like, we put our heads together. It's, like, naturally comes out to what we both want it to sound like.
3: Yeah. that's, no, that's it, so it, great. It's fun. And that's what I think makes this a good dynamic is, like, you know, he brings a lot of that. And I, and I love metal, don't get me wrong and stuff. But, like, he brings out such a an awesome dynamic from that, you know kind of edge of things along with his like influence of the 80s and brings that in and then I've got like all this kind of trance and techno kind of background and it just comes together and I'm like oh I production stuff and it is it fits so well together and like we can crank out ideas and him and I know that like not every song one's going to be a hit or not every song's ever going to even make it to the end user or all of our listeners and and that's fine you know and and just having that freedom to just kind of who cares let's bang this off the wall I'll do this and this and this and this and this and and you know who knows something cool might come out of it and then look what did you know we we came up with this and it was it was an awesome track so it it was cool and what what i one one thing i really do appreciate about the song is you know him and i worked on it and this actually stemmed from some seeds of like the original people that were in night rider because there's been a lot of stuff going on but you know we had some uh, a guy who was first in night Rider a long time ago you know who kind of sparked the seeds of things his name was eric and uh you know, and we took that and kind of turned it into what it is now. And so, you know, it, it it was a long process. And for you guys to, like, latch onto that song, it was really cool for it to to be part of that. And so, no, it it is fun. We we super appreciate the opportunity for us to be able to do this. And we're really glad that you guys ended up enjoying the song. We put a lot of heart and soul into this and spent a lot of time on this one, crafting it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. The al- I mean, I'm sorry that COVID hit and we can't release it, but... Nope,
3: no, that's it, fine. It'll that's...
2: happen. It'll happen. It, it
3: it will happen. You know, it was it was just a it would have been a nice timing thing, right? Like, for all what came out because we wanted to pump the song and pump the trailer for all this, and and that's fine. You know, not not everything comes out. You know, works out like that, but it doesn't matter. Hey, I guess we're gonna have another single coming out soon, and who cares? Like, we pump that song and pump the trailer. I mean, once the trailer comes out, and we're gonna pump it all over the place, so it it doesn't matter.
2: I mean, it's going to be like kind of like a a research. So you're going to like, and then you're going to like, oh, here's the song, you know, it'll work. Yeah. Um, So this is a very specific question and you can answer it in any way, shape or form or possible. But what are your favorite three albums start to finish and why? And this can be nostalgic or however you feel. And it's a tough question. Stephen,
1: I'll let you go first. I oh my to- gosh. Dang it. <laughs> um,
2: the the Night
3: Rider album. Wait, no, that's just a <laughs> first album. Not yet. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
3: Um man, uh what have I been listening to lately? Um there there's a guy, and this uh, this is kind of outside the the the, the synth wave realm, and that's I, I totally like think it's okay. Yeah. You know, but uh uh, there's a there's an artist uh, from England. His name's Climax, Climax, but it's spelled K L I M E K S or something like that. And um, it's this. It's kind of more hip hop based, but like no, I man, what would we call it? Like trip hop, where there's no there's no rapping over it, but it's like such well done, um, like hip hop style music, and like it it's so. F- full of stuff and like the synths he uses and the production quality, like he's got an EP, like I think it was one of his first AP EPs and I can listen to that over and over and over again. And I absolutely love it. Um, so that one would definitely be at the top of my list right now. Um, this this is also kind of a weird one. I mean, I don't know why I've been on a, on a hip hop kick right now, but there's another guy. Um, his name's Yazik. He's like a, a D and A DM, you know, dungeon master. He's the one kind of running the game, and he's got a rap album, but it's all kind of nerd rap about D and D and kind of stuff. But he's also got some (laughs) political stuff in it. And but I mean, and he's this kind of you know chubby white dude, and but he doesn't try to like be like, oh, I'm some major hip hop. He's like, he's just doing his own thing, and he has very much his own style. And like lately, I mean, the last couple weeks, I've just he's got one album out or something like that. But the album that he's got out, I mean, I've been listening to over and over and over again. I've been super on a kick of it. And it's been really good. And then um, probably the last album, it definitely falls under the, the synth wave scene, but Psych, um, who is also is Chaz, he runs the, the synth city PDX thing. He just put out a new album called Requiem. I mean that that's a really good album. It's it's chill wave. It's a little bit different from what he's done in the past. But I I mean it's super good. Like just to get into the groove, like while I'm working, I'll listen to that and just it's mellow, but yes, has great melodies and good catchy tunes. And I, I've been, I've been super into that one. So I'd probably say, you know, got the hip hop stuff going on, which is way, way different from anything we do. But then, and, and then um, Psych, like I said, that, that his new album that he just came out with, which it was funny enough before all this COVID stuff, that was actually the last show that I went to. Um, he had an album release show and he played up there on stage at, um, at the Lovecraft here in Portland. And it was awesome. It was, it was a ton of fun to go to that show and uh, glad we were out there, out there to support him. But that album still sticks with me. I really enjoy it. So, awesome, dude. An- yeah, Anthony, I stalled like long that. enough for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like I, I, I grew up, you know, kind of a guitar nerd. So, um, the first the first album that made a huge impact on me, like as a musician, was um, uh, Rising Force from Mingve Malmsteen. So that was that was like the the album I was like uh, listening to it, it as. 13 year old kid i was like i didn't realize anyone could play like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i heard that and then that's kind of what started me you know just nerding out and just spending all my free time into playing guitar and focusing on that and then um as far as uh uh, as far as like a synthwave um newer synthwave artists or new to me um at the time uh uh perturbator's dangerous days album that's kind of what it kind of blended the heavier side of music mixed with synth wave and I was like oh that's freaking awesome so that's that like was, that, album. was a, that was another album that kind of uh changed my view on synth wave I was like hey it it doesn't necessarily have to sound happy to sound you know badass yeah so totally. and then um the next one is probably um if you're familiar with black metal at all, it uh, probably oh, won't Wall- dude, black metal. Mig- yeah. That's so I'm, I'm kind yeah, of a big oh, black, man. like melodic death metal, black metal guy. So, um, yeah. Migla's, uh, exercises in futility album, was kind of like the, the one that changed, it changed up a lot from the black metal that was been going on for the past, you know, 15, 20, 25 years. So it kind of like gave it a newer tone and just switched up the, the the norm for black metal so even even though it's not very old it's only five years old but you know that that that's when i noticed a lot of that whole scene was kind of changing too and that was they were like the guys that you know switched it up so a lot of newer bands started coming out and following that sound so okay
0: well i really liked the answers there that gives me six new albums that i need to check out because i haven't heard any of those yeah (laughs) i've got (laughs) some music to listen to check them out man I episode. definitely will be. Um, so we've already talked about Quarter World a little bit and how you guys have um, some history with them. Now, we've been talking arcade here. So what are your guys' top five must-have arcade games in an arcade bar?
3: Uh, number one, Galactic Battlegrounds. Duh. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Definitely for sure. Good pick. <laughs> um, I, I absolutely like the Nice. (laughs) Killer Queen's a ton of fun. You know, you get the whole group together and and we're all playing it. And it's not funny, you know, and just like Galactic Battlegrounds, the whole multiplayer experience, you know, it gives you an opportunity to meet new people, you know, because you you only have a couple people. Like if I'm on a date with my wife, you know, out at the the arcade, um, you know, her and I are both playing and somebody else can, you know, another couple can join in or whatever. So not only is it a fun game to play, but it also gives you new opportunities to meet people. Um. Uh, Bubble Bubble, I love that game.
1: What about, about Joust, dude, that's like one Ooh, of
3: Ooh, Joust, Joust is one of my favorites. Classic, dude. Yeah. Joust is amazing too. That, that'll I'm be sure. that'll
1: that'll be my number two. Mm, and then prob- probably Pac-Man. Pac-Man's always. Pac-Man, I mean, you can't, can't classic, have an arcade without a Pac-Man. The, the, the multiplayer version, you know, where. You can oh yeah, back, no, where no, where yeah, People yeah. can sit down. That's right, right.
2: You can eat each other. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> um, there's a couple uh, old school racing games. Man, I, I have to look it up to find the name of it. But there was um, there's a game where this the it's not necessarily 3D, but the way the screen sits, it looks very much 3D, and it's literally just black screen with green lines and you're all it is your reaction time to like turn left and right and stuff man hold on i, I have to look this up because i played that for uh hours there's a we were in bend oregon on vacation one time and there's a tiny little barcade that like it's it's like one row or i guess you know you walk down an aisle and it's like two rows of what row on the left and row on the right of games and that's all there is and one of the games there i'd never played it before uh was this arcade racing game that it, it was Amazing! Hold on, I'm gonna Anthony go with yours, and I'm gonna come find this name. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> done. What? You <laughs> do did did you all two? yours? My yeah. You one. only did two. Pac-Man. No, Pac-Man, Joust, and
0: oh, Galaga. right, Joust, Joust. I'm surprised nobody said like
3: Turtles or Simpsons or Galaga, like. Galliga, it was up there it was it was torn but there is a couple are awesome arcade racing games that i just love i mean coming okay. um,
0: so
1: aside it? from your guys' game uh, I, I can replace that with another one but yeah um, do it <laughs> so a big one for me growing up as a kid was a uh, primal rage even though that's kind of yes. like more 90s but yeah still, i mean it's still now is, it's man. old school right <laughs> it's true it's Primal Rage was my shit. Very, very <laughs> underappreciated game. Oh, I fucking love that game, dude. I had all the just characters into the radar I was... Like,
0: uh, Mortal Kombat and all those just took the spotlight.
1: Yeah. Yep. No, I was a huge action figure guy growing up too, so I had... I remember they released all all, all the figures from, from the characters, and they had, like, different variants, and I, I had all of them.
2: So, um, have you decided on what you thought, uh, Will? I mean, Stephen. No, I couldn't find it. I was
3: looking at that, but I can't find it. <laughs> I mean, the other awesome arcade racing game that I absolutely love is Outrun. Out I mean, you yeah, can't outrun. go wrong with yep. that, yep. right? Like that—that that is a, so much fun just playing that, it's cruising yeah. down. I mean, how do, you can't get more synthwave than that
2: in a classic arcade <laughs> racing game. Totally. So, um, what would you give? What advice would you give to new and old music makers when you're making you want- a song? just like advice in general uh,
1: let me uh, think of uh, advice that I didn't uh, get
3: okay so I'll, I'll start with mine because I I mean I, I feel like I, I this is what I would advise I would give myself don't overthink it man like just roll with it because maybe this applies more to new music makers and old music makers but like you when you get when you're getting started you you're so hung up on like oh is it the perfect mix or do i have like the right this or right that and is it is it have enough textures or all this like you start I overthinking that. it <laughs> right and like you just can't like put something out there and and make that as your, your starting point like if you never hit that starting line you're never going to start like so you have to start somewhere and and you look at it back at a lot of artists like their first album, it maybe isn't as good as their other album. Or maybe it like is, is as good because like they didn't have as much processing or overproduction or whatever. Like, just get something out there and establish yourself. I think that's the most important thing. Like you can sit and spend weeks or months on a song and then never do anything with it because you're like, Oh, it's just not perfect enough or like you just don't have this right thing.
1: See, it's this like, is why Steven and I work well together because he's that voice that's just like we need to put this out, like, quit being such a perfectionist. And was like, no, and, and there, <laughs> there's a balance there,
3: right, and, it, and it's never like, oh, just throw out garbage and stuff, and, and there's production <laughs> qualities and stuff. It's not that, but it's like,
1: there at some like point, trash.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but at some point, like, Cause even if it does sound like trash, guess what? You're going to continue to get better. And like, you may not, you don't have a business big of a following. So it doesn't matter as much. Like there, there's a balance in there somewhere. You do want quality production, but like you don't want to sit and overthink stuff. Cause I, I mean, I find myself doing that. Like even my own kind of side project stuff, like I'll sit and rehash a song over and over and over again. And I'm just like, I, I'm done working on this. Put it out. And like, I, I end up listening back to it like a month later. I'm like, yeah, it's not half bad. Like, because oh, I don't, I'm not so involved with it. And, and part of it, you know, you get that fatigue of just like listening to the same mix over and over and over again. And no, you're like trying to dial in these tiny bad. compressors or like this EQ. And you're like, wait, do I actually hear a difference here? Or that's, not?
1: When it, that's when it comes into the, the musician's mind and not necessarily the listener's mind. Cause stuff like that's so minute that it's, it's like the. The average right. listener who's not a musician is probably not going to notice that. But you as a musician is going to notice it. So it's like right. know, it's, it's going to put you in the hole. People, I mean, yeah, the majority ana- of people analysis is paralysis, right? Exactly. Right. And and that's just the thing. So
3: you put something out and then you go back and listen to it. You're like, oh, OK, I hear as you grow, you hear, oh, here's what I could have done better. And then you, you grow from that. But if you never start or establish yourself, you know, put a stake in the ground and say, oh, this is my first track. You you never have a starting point to get better from. So there's a balance of, like, hey,
1: let's and we, start- and, we do, and we do synth waves, so if it sounds crappy, we can just be like, oh, <laughs> it's make <a> retro. <laughs> it's a retro, guys. <laughs> right. We really went for that retro tone on this album, yeah. <laughs> no,
3: but I, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, use your ear if it sounds good to you not everybody's gonna like your song it doesn't matter if you're the biggest name in whatever or you're the smallest guy like you're never gonna have a hundred percent everybody's like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever like who cares like don't overthink it and don't give a crap what everybody else thinks about it if you're happy with it as an artist great like like i said put your stake in the ground run with it and just move on and grow as an artist you know you know we've talked about going back and like redoing some songs and things like this and it's like you know what let's just leave it in the past let's move forward and just become better from it you know let's not go back and rehash old songs so that that would be my advice um, as an artist because I, I feel like I've, I've done that enough times where I've like let songs sit and I come back to them like even like months or a year later and I come back and like you're what like, I had here are, actually wasn't
1: wasn't that bad yeah you're <laughs> but, like these are actually pretty good songs
3: right I'm like okay I there's a couple of things I've learned in the meantime, like a couple of EQ trick techniques, or like some side chaining, or some different things. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll do this to make it a little bit different and and add some more depth or texture, but like I'm really not adding a ton of value to the song. So I don't know, man. Put your yeah, stick in the ground. Just put music. Start putting music out there, and you'll evolve as you go along. That, that's my advice.
2: Yeah, as,
1: as, advice, as a musician, dude. you you know, and writer, you you tend to get all these songs and you know, clips of tracks on your, your hard drive. And then you, you listen to them cause you really want to finish them. But w- there's a weird line where it becomes, it feels kind of forced. So you kind of have to take a break from it. And then you come back and listen to it with fresh ears. But I've, I've always thought about it this way. It's like, as a producer and a music maker, you get this small little window of time to kind of tap into that, yep. that realm of you're just a listener and then you keep listening. The more you listen to it, it feels like you start to go back into the mindset of a music maker again. And then you kind of have to take another break from it. So <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it kind of goes back and forth. So it's like, if, if you really want to come back to a song, you kind of take a break, go in, into it with a mindset of like, all right, I'm going to listen to it with, for as fresh ears and then see what I can tweak from there in that small window of time.
3: <laughs> and that's super important to us. I feel like that we do a really that good job of it.
1: overworked. Yeah.
3: Right, you know we. I I think Galactic Battlegrounds was one of the few songs that we've like we had a deadline on and we pumped it out. You know we on our first album, the Arcade Night EP. You know we we're like a couple of mixes and masters from getting this album wrapped up, but we had already stuck our stake in the ground and said, oh, this is our deadline. And uh, we um you know it was that was kind of a rush, but like since then, what we've done is just written seeds of songs and kind of just let it sit for a little bit, kept on moving on, you know. So what what happens is now we have this whole breadth of a bunch of different tracks we can go to and, like, that come back and listen. It, yeah. yeah, and we come back and listen to it, and we find something that, like, grabs our ear, and all of a sudden we knock it out in just a few days because it's like, oh, we haven't heard this in a while, and, and we know so much more. We've listened to a bunch of other inspirational music. We come back, and we're like, oh, we know exactly what needs to happen to this track and knock it out in, like, three days flat. I mean, it, it it's crazy to, to work like that, and I feel like... Um, you know, we can get quality tracks that way and, and it doesn't take a ton of time. So it's just like, you know, like I said, it goes back to the thing. I mean, tr- trust your judgment, trust your ears. I mean, lean on people if you want to or feel like there's just some production proficiency things that you just don't understand how to do. That's fine. But like just trust your own judgment. And again, put that stake in the ground and, and get just start getting music out there. That's an important thing.
2: Totally. Yeah.
3: I like that advice. I think that's really good advice to new music makers, especially because
0: with anything and everything we overthink it and it's just, it sits there and there's not much you can really improve on, but I'm wondering kind of along that same vein there, what is your guys' process? Like what is the, what's, what's the mindset? What's the atmosphere, the environment, what's your process to begin making a new song?
1: So there's usually alcohol so, <laughs> not, not all the time. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be like hey. <laughs> So we go to our A meetings. No, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> no, oh it's, it's we kind of just sit down and you know, like for you guys, we had you know we were told that you know they kind of want this, so we had a, a some sort of guideline to go by, and so we could kind of weed out the other stuff that we would normally come up with, and just focus on you know a certain vibe as opposed to just writing something fresh. It's just kind of, you know, whatever comes out and we'll get together. Someone will, one of us will start, you know, I'll hear a melody or baseline in my head. Usually we usually try to start with the melody or a baseline first. Cause that's yep. usually what the whole song yep. is based around. The right. It's, it's that yeah. core. It's that root. Exactly. Yeah, if you, if you have, if you have a strong baseline, something that's, I so me as a producer and writer, I always try to go for something memorable and catchy because I feel like that's what makes good songwriting. Like you can't really yeah. have a good song if, if your song is easily forgettable. Like if people are going to forget about it, then you know it's 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 a mediocre song in my book. So if if you can write something, even if it's not super complex, like it I feel like a lot of at least the metal side of the world, the music world, has kind of gotten more into the technical where it's like you know th- that market's only appealing to a small amount of people but if you can write something that's you know kind of simple but memorable and still flows really well then that's a good song in my book so but if you can be tech and write something like that then you know that's great as well but a lot of people i think tried to overthink that and then the, it it turns what they possibly could have had as a good song into something that's not as good so yep no i start
3: from I, the root and work where uh just fill it out like have not necessarily have no direction but just like start throwing layers on like oh what pads would fit well with this or like what's counter melodies and and not necessarily get super technical but it's like what are things that you can build off of them i mean we'll throw 10 things at the wall we'll record them all and set them down and then go back and like okay start well maybe start doing some structuring Yeah, (laughs) yeah start doing some arrangements and be like oh you know what now now that we've arranged some stuff out like this melody doesn't fit as well as we thought it did you know and and there, like I said, there's some proficiency in there. You want to do, like, calls and returns. Like, you have, you know, some melody, and you want a counter melody playing against it or whatever. If, if the
1: average person probably heard us during the writing process, they'd probably be like, these guys are on crack or something. Because we'll, we'll, be, we'll be like, oh, hey, we'll be this, about... this drumbeat, like, oh, wait, what about this melody? And then we'll take this away. And, like, everyone would probably be like, I cannot keep up with this.
3: <laughs> no, it's all over the place. And, like, yeah. we we have right. some process like there's you know when the you know, there's, ideas
1: are there you got to think fast and get it out else you'll forget yes, it so it's like,
3: exactly you know, right? and you you just start putting stuff down and it doesn't matter if like we'll just record stuff and we won't like even polish it it'll just be like a melody with like oh we missed a note or whatever like because yeah, we don't throw, it throw matter all
1: mixing and mastering out the window Yeah, they, none that of that matters of and then once
3: you have like the core of a song and you're like okay we have the vibe and what it needs to go then we start like crafting okay what instruments actually counter you know fit and um fill out this melody properly. And then what What are the things that need to go underneath of it? And what basses? like if you have a really crunchy bass line with like a, a soft uh, lead that's doing your melodies, like that doesn't work well together. So it's like you start actually building the sound design and the instrumentation around it. And then once you have, you're like, oh, these instruments. OK, all these instruments sound good together. And we have all these ideas. Now let's start doing some just basic arrangement. And again, it doesn't have to have any flow or anything. You just start doing, oh, here's a, a basic intro. Here's more your one
1: melody.
3: Four yeah. reverb. <laughs> reverb on everything. Four <laughs> reverb. <You> know, <laughs> you know, here's one melody, here's two melody, here's three melody, here's four melody, and then you listen to a string and you're like, okay, these don't fit together, or you're like, Oh, let's switch two and four to, you know, on the opposite sides and do this. You know, and then you start actually crafting it. But like my favorite part is just when we're throwing ideas at the wall and like there's no you know, there's not necessarily any process, it's just like throw an instrument on there. It can be just a, a sine wave or a square I, wave or whatever, like doesn't matter.
1: These the idea, out. the idea of us writing, then most people would probably look like an astrophysicist board.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're taking a paint can just throwing it on the wall. And you're like, that looks
1: good. Let's grab that section right there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's fun because we even have, um, you know, we have electronic drum set in our studio, and so we'll go up there and just like roll out some tom rolls, and like, and we'll do sections where, or we'll do times where we're like, okay, we're not in the studio, right? We're just in the studio to do sound design. And and we put all these presets aside that we build. We say, okay, this is – if we ever do a chill track, like these are all things we're going to use for chill. If we ever do like a hardcore, you know, more hard synth or dark synth track, you know, this is the stuff we want to use. And like, oh, here's a cool bass line. And sometimes we'll just go in the studio without any kind of direction. Like we're not writing a song. We're just putting ideas down on paper that we can bring later. You know, we'll do – I mean, Anthony does such a good job, like with the Tom fills and stuff, and he like – I feel like I have like this one pattern that I use over and over again. And then he comes in he's like, I'm like, Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Like I got to record it and I grab it and then I use it in every track or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this is amazing. Anthony, you got to build me a new Tom roll or whatever. It's a ton of fun. You know, we, there's times where it's serious and it's business and you got to get down to like, Oh, we got to crunch out this track. And you're like, Oh, like we got to EQ this little thing. It doesn't sound right. It, It gets all muddy when you put this instrument on there and and that's fine and you have to do that stuff i think to you know put a quality track out but there's my favorite times are when we're just like we have no direction we're in here just messing around and 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 just i mean he'll sit on the guitar i'll sit on my guitar, and we'll just like play melodies against each other or just like oh here's a chord progression i like like can he play something over i'm like oh my god that sounds amazing and we'll like we'll just sit record it like and just keep on moving on we don't like have to like produce that into a full song you know later and, later and
2: down the road or whatever yeah
3: exactly so you know we're in you know we we haven't been out this him and i together haven't been out this for very long and you know we're still building our our workflow and stuff but right now i mean i we building we get caught brand. up on- yeah, we're building the brand and all this stuff, but we get. I feel like sometimes we get caught up in like, oh, we gotta make sure it's all high quality. That we forget like, let's let's start with just having fun because that's what the most important. If we're having fun and where there's energy and emotion in these tracks, then I mean, it's gonna if, flow if you, over if too. If you
1: look at it, some of some of the songs that I've heard from other like fans and people that like the music, they're you know the the, the songs that that the majority likes are the songs that aren't really, I guess, in our eyes, aren't anything too crazy. So. <laughs>
0: The songs that you let emotion kind of guide. Yeah, exactly. Big exactly. Energy flow. No, because no, I mean, that's the biggest thing with music is you can listen to so many different artists. And the artists that really, really connect with you on like a spiritual level is the one where you can feel the energy that they were making. Exactly. Yep. So I think, I think we're ready to wrap this up. I'm going to give you guys a minute here. This is self-promotion time. So give us your socials. Let us know where to find you. Let everybody know where to find you.
3: Okay, so Instagram, which is our favorite place. We love promoting on there a ton. Instagram.com slash Knight Rider Music. We're on YouTube, Knight Rider 87. uh, Discord, or not Discord, uh, Spotify, Knight Rider 87. Most of the stuff that you look up, if you just Google Knight Rider 87, uh, you can find all your stuff. Knight 87.com, we have a list of links to everything. Our YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Bandcamp, and even our Teespring, because we have some t-shirts and stuff like that um just last friday we launched the galactic realms track you know which is going to be used in the trailer for Galactic like battlegrounds and we're super excited for it it's it's a hot track and you know we have some really exciting stuff coming up in the future um collabs new tracks coming out new singles with all kinds of fun stuff going on and then um you know shooting to to knock out an album and release an album at the end of the year and then i think the big thing is you know um if all goes well and things start opening back up and this COVID starts dying down, um, Neon Rose Fest twenty twenty one, so our twenty twenty, the second second round of it, you know, there's going to be a to a huge a bunch of artists and we're super excited to play with them. So um, we are we are super excited. So check out Sin City PDX for more information on that because that that's going to be a big thing that we're we're totally excited to play. Yeah, awesome.
1: all, those, all those guys are pretty awesome. So. For me is basically yeah for all the all the links that Steven said and then I have my own side project which is kind of like not really on the back burner but it's like kind of chill and I'm just going with it which well, is, it is uh, awesome though what is it
3: well, what is it Anthony star
1: court <laughs> so the, the name of the project's gonna be star court and the the Instagram is star court underscore official so okay. then we're also I'm also on uh, Facebook too so it's just star Court.
0: Awesome. I'm going to be throwing all those links in the description below here on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to a, this as a podcast at a separate time, you're gonna to have to go find the YouTube video, unless I can put that in the description. Really, really appreciate you guys coming on.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you. For having thank us, you. Man. Thank
0: you. Thank, yeah, thank you so
3: much for having us. It's awesome. a pleasure. Ton of fun. <laughs> oh, we'll definitely have to do it again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Let us know.
0: And
2: then your right, when that guys. album comes yeah. out. Oh yeah.
3: For sure. Yeah. Very for sure. All yeah. right.
1: <laughs> Peace out, everyone. Thanks, thanks guys.
3: Have a good one. <laughs> Bye.